When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Kez, you were telling me this morning there was a little bit of drama uh, in the NBL over the weekend. Was it the Taranaki Ears and the Hawks Bay Hawks? Yes. Now, a, a big debate. Uh, you know, clocks are always a bit hard around sports. Now, I know on netball, there's uh, four different clocks running at once, so timing is an absolute shambles. Wow. Uh, and we saw that with the Magic Mystics come down to the last shot. The timing was off. Uh, there was 0.2 seconds on the clock, and Grace Swicky managed to get a shot off. Similar thing happened last night. Taranaki Ears had had possession. 0.5 left. Uh, they were bound to go to extra time. And 0.5 seconds left. That's not much to do a shot, right? What are you thinking? Maybe just a little tip, mm. right? Because as soon as it touches your hand, the clock starts going. So to pull off a, a turnaround fadeaway in the corner, contested, to get a release above your head in 0.5 seconds, it's a... Left a little bit, uh, a little bit of controversy up in the air. Okay, so you, you're suggesting that maybe he didn't get the, uh, didn't get it within the point five seconds. Are they not able to check like in the NBA with a to the slow motion with the red, you know, the red, the red round the shot clock? Might have to not? check that. Actually, go upstairs, eh? Yeah. Do a little review. You've got the, you've actually got the audio there, don't you? I do actually. So let's go check it out. Here we go for the win. There's Azor. Gets it. David Azor calls game. Oh my goodness. Taranaki is have stormed onto the floor and they have been at Hawks Bay. Unreal. David Azor, the hero. A clutch three down the stretch and he knocks down a massive shot. What a game of basketball. The Hawks are stunned at Pettigrew Green Arena. Oh, never mind whether it made it or not. What a call from Mulls. That was fantastic. Oh, there's no one better in the biz. He actually joins us on the line now. Sky Sport Basketball commentator Andrew Mulligan. G'day, Mulls. G'day guys, how are you? Very well, mate. What, what, I mean, I know you, you sounded like you believed it when you called it. Did you think you got it off? Uh, I definitely don't think you can get a shot off like that in 0.5 seconds. But <laughs> that clock on the screen isn't actually dialed into the score bench. Right. Um, which, which is unfortunate. There's not, there's not a lot of money like you said in the review system uh, having the NBA, NBA. It costs a lot of money. Unfortunately, it's not quite the financial. Uh, but uh, it was a big moment. Overall, I know the Hawks will be fine, but the bigger picture is it's great for the league. It has a talking point. And um, the end, they got off by 25 the night before by the Tuatala. So, uh, oh, we, we, lost, we might have lost them. We might have lost them. You boys in the booth, see if we can get them back. We're getting a little bit of cut out from you there, Mulls. Um, I might just check, check, the boys will check and make sure that we've got you got you on a clear line there. But uh, I, I get what you were saying there about um, not having the budget for the review system. Um, yeah, but I uh, but but yeah, the, the clock not matching up as well makes a lot of sense. So um, the boys are just uh, just checking to see if Moles is uh, out of the dead patch, out of the dead zone. Yeah, this this clock isn't actually connected to the studio clock, Sam. So oh, uh, Miles on the phone. We're just having a bit of uh, delay, bit of issue there. Bit of yeah, delay, bit of delay issues as well. You know, but um, I'll tell you what. Uh, why, don't, why don't you ask Miles again? Okay, I think he's back on the line. Miles, um, sorry, you were just you were just talking about the uh, uh, how good it was uh, for the game, for the sport, for the interest, because it creates a bit of a talking point. 
Yeah, it does. And uh, it's, it's great to see the Airs win, to be honest. They got whipped by 25 by the Tuatara the night before. Um, they looked really out of sorts. Tuatara, really well coached by Aaron Young. They're a really good team. Um, and the Tuatara just looked lost against the Hawks. The Hawks, I think, thought they were going to get this game and get it pretty easy. Um, and the Ears just wanted to right the wrong of the night before, and it all just came off for them. Mm, yeah, no, nah, it's always exciting when it comes down to the final seconds on the clock. I can uh, I can certainly appreciate that. Mate, I've, I'm almost contractually obliged to talk about the ECNZ Otago Nuggets. Uh, they are they are backing <laughs> up after last year, and they were sort of under the radar last year, weren't they, which sort of worked in their advantage. But is there, you know, is there more pressure on them this year? They're sort of the team to beat in a way? I think there's more pressure on them, but I think the way... Brent Mafahadi, the head coach, coaches them. I don't think they'll feel it, and I certainly don't think... Once again, no one's really picked them to go back-to-back, you know? Mm. I, I mean, I, I went a little bit of an outsider. I went the Bulls to win. People have gone the Rams, the Hawks, the Saints are always in there. No, I can't see many people outside of the Nuggets organisation and Dunedin and the Otago region saying that the Nuggets are going to be the, the champs. And saying that, they are a very good team, very balanced um, they're just waiting for Michael Harris to catch fire a little bit. He didn't have a great shooting um, time of it against the Sharks yesterday. Uh, and if he starts getting um, getting warm and getting heated, um, of course, there's 16 more regular season games to go. So I imagine that will happen. He's a, he's a classy Aussie shooter. They will be dangerous come final time, just like they were last season when they snuck up on everybody. Mm. It's great too. You mentioning like everyone picking different teams. I think that's one of the best parts of the NBL, right? Is just just so competitive. So many teams that uh, that uh, you know could be title contenders, as opposed to some leagues where you know you've only really got one or two standouts. Um, how about the the Tua Tara? You know, one of Auckland or Auckland's team. Um, they've made some big off season moves as well, adding some some sort of key pieces. How do you how you rated them through the first couple of weeks? Well, the first couple of weeks they've looked good. They've relied heavily on Rob Lowe. It's a young team without Rob Lowe in there. Um, in the mix. Ruben Talangi missed the game with the Ears. He will be a, a linchpin for them. He could he could easily be in the um, be in the MVP conversation, if not the All-Star 5 com, uh, combination which they announced at the end of the season. I think that they're probably one more piece away. They've got Cruz Perro-Hunt coming out of um, college, uh, a local Auckland guy who's played really well in college in South Dakota. He'll be, uh, he'll be a great piece to add on, I think. There's rumours about other players, not Chris Johnson, but other players that have been involved with the Tuatara and involved involved with North Shore basketball at, at, at a high school level who have been overseas or come in and maybe help this team out. Um, and we've seen this throughout South NBL seasons before where it takes a while for everyone to get their rosters settled, uh, not, not necessarily meaning that they're going to ax some people and bring other imports in, but just guys who are coming back from overseas leagues where it overlaps with the start of the season here. And that's when um, you start getting your groove on, you start getting the combinations, you start getting your rotations, and things start um, clicking for teams. And I think the Tuatara and the Nuggets have done a really good job, as have the Hawks, who are still waiting on their import. Ira Leto arrived with an all-New Zealand starting five, and you know, six with Theron Rodokawa off the bench. They will start to um, really relish the fact that they've got like a, a really good start, like the Bulls as well, who are two on one. So... Yeah, there's still plenty of big names to come, I reckon. Yeah, and uh, you mentioned the uh, teams working out the roster and still sort of learning how to gel. Well, over on the other side of the world, teams are very much into their work in the postseason with the NBA kicking off, uh, tipping off, and that is one of my favourite times of the year, Mel's, because uh, I'm a big NHL fan. So NBA, NHL playoffs pretty much on at the same time. It's like sport all all, uh, all day round, which I absolutely <laughs> love. So let's talk some NBA. Um, the big news probably for a lot of people this morning, Bucks heat, and the Bucks who a lot of people have... Uh, to win the competition this year, they go down in game 
game one, but most importantly, they lose Giannis, uh, who's gone down. I think they're saying a back contusion or contortion, so he he might miss some game time. How how massive is that for the Bucks? Yeah, it all depends on if he has an MRI and what they see. If he's bruised or you know fractured, cracked, chipped his tailbone, his cockex, like that could be a massive problem for the Bucks. Um, they they managed his knee all season long. Uh, for him to go down like that is a real shame. Tyler Hero for the heat, he broke his hand in the game. Um, and they were pretty wow. quick to ascertain that it was a broken hand. That's massive for Miami. Um, yeah, but the Bucks are used to playing without Chris Middleton. Um, they managed his injury. He's not an athletic guy. He's a, he's a great scorer, a great shooter. Um, so they're going to have to get used to not having Giannis around. And Giannis, I think he played 60-odd games in the regular season. They're used to not playing with him, but... It's the playoffs. Rotation's tight enough. Defense is uh, tight enough. And they really need him because, I mean, Brooke Lopez, as a big, can only take them so far along with Bobby Portis. And the scoring has to fall on somebody's shoulder. Drew Holiday, Chris Middleton, and then you've got Grayson Allen and the like um, needing to start to hit some shots. And Grayson Allen didn't really do that. And Jimmy Buckets loves being the underdog. And Miami are dangerous in their eighth spot now. Mm. Uh, Miles, don't roll your eyes. I'm a massive Boston fan. Uh, Boston or everything, though. So, that, <laughs> yeah, I've got that going for me. Bruins, Red Sox, uh, Pats and Celts. Now, the Celts um, made the NBA Finals last year. Uh, they're coming back again this year in the playoffs. Game one went over the Hawks. Is it is it different for the Celts this year? Yeah, it is. They were my pick to um, win it all coming into the season. I really felt like that they had, and they had a great start, as you know. Like, they really... And they shouldn't have because they lost their coach. And uh, but Missoula stepped up. Uh, they were a bit shaky towards the uh, the end of the season after the All Star break. Jalen Brown said some things um, when we all thought it was pretty sweet between him and Jason Tatum. And I think just Jalen Brown speaks his mind quite easily and quite freely. Not in the sense like Kyrie does, but Jalen Brown had a big influence uh, with Kyrie around, and they still talk. So. I think the Bucks uh, are still the pick to come out of the East, but they just go so deep. The uh, the Boston Celtics, if they get Giannis back, the Bucks should come out. But the Celtics, Derek White and Malcolm Brogdon, man, Derek White really came on as you know in the in the regular season, and between him, Brogdon, Marcus Smart, that three guard rotation, the wings with Tatum and Brown, Robert Williams is a factor. Um, Grant Williams, everyone hates him except every Bostonian. Like it just, <laughs> they they just go deep. They go nine deep, and that's what you need. Yeah. No, absolutely. Depth's so key, uh, well, in the NBA, but in any sort of playoffs as well. Um, the Lakers, who, of course, are sort of the romantic team, and, and LeBron James, even the casual fans can appreciate uh, watching LeBron play in the playoffs and the Lakers. Uh, they they win their playoff, uh, sorry, their play-in game against the Grizzlies. Uh, are they a genuine shot, though? Are they a genuine chance? Uh, look, I think they're an outsider's chance. Uh, I think um, I'd, I will be surprised if they make the finals. I'll be impressed if they make the conference finals, and they should make the conference semifinals. So that means that they'll eliminate the, the Memphis Grizzlies, who um, had a tough time of it today. Ja Morant went down with a hand injury. Like Paul George is out for the first-round series for the LA Clippers. All these injuries happen today. It's really fascinating to see how these teams are going to test their depth. And who thought that it was going to be the Austin Reeves, Rui Hashimura game uh, for mm. the LA Lakers and have, the, have a real impact for, for them? Uh, I think the whole unsettledness of having Stephen Adams out for a long time, Ja Morant going through his difficulties, 
um, over the last few months. It's obviously all this young team. Dylan Brooks has taken the mantle and taken the, the bad guy role over. I think that's what they need. But I just don't know if they have enough to combat AD and LeBron and the role players that they've surrounded those two with. Mm. Just before we let you go, Miles, the other one that, that pricks my interest a little bit is, is Sacramento, who uh, who ended the longest playoff drought in NBA history, first playoff since 06. They take game one against the Warriors. And like the Sacramento Kings for me are just one of those teams that there's not a lot of romance around them. You know, they don't have those sort of cool team colours. And when you think of the stars of the game, you don't really think of Sacramento. But here they are beating the Warriors in game one. Yeah, and I, it's a bit like lighting the beam. When they light the beam, it's it's almost a little hokey. Um, <laughs> I just I just find I just find Sacramento as a as a franchise laughable at times, unfortunately, because <laughs> they have been. Um, they they made some crazy decisions when it's come to the draft, and they can't attract free agents. They're like OKC, but but they haven't done that well through the draft. They got De'Aaron Fox, but they. They made a really solid team around him and Sabonis. And the way they played yesterday, Mike Brown is such a savvy coach. He's perfect for a young core that's inexperienced. Mike Brown, obviously, with the Cavs, and he's with, he was with the Warriors as well. He knows how to get a young team together. And I just, they just looked like this, this wasn't their first playoff series at all. This looked like they'd been in the Western Conference Finals for the last few years. They looked tough. Mm. Um, I'm a Warriors fan, and I, I know that the Warriors have been terrible on the road. Once you get them back to, um, you know, their new their their Chase uh, Arena in downtown San Fran, they'll be they'll be tough to beat. But they have to pick something up on the road because they don't have home floor advantage. And uh, Sacramento, they could be the ones that eliminate the Golden State Warriors, and that would be um, a heck of a story, unfortunately for Warriors mm-hmm. fans like myself. Yeah. All right, Miles. Just before I let you go, um, have your predictions changed at all? Just over what you've seen over the last few days, a couple of these injuries creeping in. Have, have you rethought about who you think is going to take out the title? Uh, I was confidently saying the Celtics at the start of the season. Lately, I've been thinking it's the Bucks and the Suns in the finals. Both those teams lost. I have no idea who it's going to be. It could easily be. It's going. To, you know, what it's going to be. It's going to be a Sacramento Miami NBA final. Yeah. Yeah, exactly, yeah, and all the experts are going to be wrong, just like I, just like my tipping in the NRL at the moment. Um, Miles, always appreciate, appreciate you coming on, mate, and uh, yeah, hopefully catch up again soon. Yeah, absolutely, anytime, no worries. Awesome, there you go, Andrew Mulligan, the Sky Sport commentator for the NBL and a massive NBA nut as well, and uh, just love uh, Miles, his knowledge of basketball um, is unparalleled, you know, like I sort of think about my knowledge in rugby league versus Mel's knowledge in basketball and it's not even comparable, I mean he just knows so much and so in depth as well, he's a real student of the of the game and I absolutely love that from Mel, so great to have him on the show to talk some NBA playoffs and the NBL